Hello and thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 202 for Patch 5.4. Our topic for this episode is new friendships for a new year. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root, and I play a goblin warlock. And this is Freckleface, and I play a goblin hunter. We are a podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. Coming up in episode number 202 of HearthCast, we'll talk about how Root only scratched the surface of the iceberg in his auction house tip last episode. We have a legal precedent for fixing your kids' online purchase mistakes. And lastly, we have a hey blizz about the mobile armory. So, Freck. Hey, Roots. How you doing? Awesome. How are you? Great. Feeling pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Good to see you. Me too? Good. Is it the cold weather that's making you feel good? It might be. It you might be. We finally got some. That brisk 40 degrees. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, they say there might be frost tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. Look yeah. out. <laughs> so, how was your week in WoW? That's good. I am... Um, Flex to the guild Tuesday Whoa. night. Yeah, I did know. you slash flex when you were in there? I did not slash flex. There's a secret achievement if you slash flex in a flex. Nah. Okay. Prove me wrong. Oh, okay. Well, Sunday I will. All right then. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm finally geared up a little bit more. So that the fights are a bit easier. Um, so I'm gonna try to make an effort to do that more regularly with the guild. Um, partly because they've set the days, but it's always felt kind of random what they're going to do, like which wing they're going to do. Because it has been. Yes. And <laughs> in addition to what we talked about last week, my attention span, um, I'm just not wanting to go if I don't know what we're going to do. I just have to know. I want to know. But they seem to be more, okay, one and two is one day, and then three and four is the next day, and so... I'm like, okay, that's all right. Then I can plan. I can get like mentally prepared. And it's going smoother, so it's not like a four-hour deal for two wings. Okay. Um. Yeah. That wasn't the smoothest raid we've had that you were in. Well, no, but it was better than... What? It was good. Yeah. yeah, it was good no matter what. I mean, it was a good raid. Not the smoothest we've had, but it was fine. We did okay. So how is Pilgrim? Pilgrim. Pilgrim is uh, 68 now. Ooh. Uh, I've got him up in Northrend doing crazy tasks for uh, uh, Garage before we get mad and, you know, imprison him. Oh. Yeah, isn't that strange? <laughs> so I'll go. He's also in Outland. Is he? I think so. I think I missed him out there. I get yeah. out of there as fast as possible. Oh. Skip Zangamarsh. Hate that place. You hate Zangamarsh. Yeah, it just weirds me out. Hmm. Is it the mushrooms? It is the mushrooms in the blue <laughs> hue. The blue hue and mushrooms you know, just too too trippy for me. I see. Yeah. But what about Nagrand? I love Nagrand. Nagrand's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I actually went there and I uh, killed um uh, like four or ten or whatever it was of the the thing for Nuzzing Herring Ring Wary, whatever his name is. Okay. Nuzzing Wary. Yeah, him. Hemet. And him. That's what I said. Hemet. Hemet. Nuzzing Wary. Yeah, but then I was in a, a dungeon and I kinda got I, I out uh leveled the area before that's so uh i just i wanted to get out of there i wanted to get out of 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 outland 
I'm going to get out of Outland. It's going to be my next movie, Out of Outland. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. Out of Africa. Anyhow, uh, I wanted to get to Northern as soon as possible because that's where, you know, it's it's incredible when you get to Northern, the gear jump that you get. Oh, yeah. So I really I wanted to get up there. So I'm there now, and um, I'm liking him. I was doing this crazy dungeon the, the other night, and uh, at the last boss, our healer just goes away. Gone. Just like, later, guys. It's like the last boss. We just pulled the last boss, and the healer's gone. And and the tank like looks at me in the in the group. He goes, "Step it up, Shadow." So it's like the thing that bothered me most about that was he took the time to realize I was a shadow priest, right? Which doesn't take much because I'm in shadow form. Mm-hmm. You know? But instead of just typing pilgrim, he types shadow. You know? <laughs> it's not like you know someone's like you have a long name and someone types lock instead of warlock. Okay, that's four characters. I get it. You know. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, but then again, that's just like a really cool thing to call somebody. Shadow? Shadow. Oh. And when in the rest of your life can you get away with calling somebody Shadow? <laughs> um, If you're doing like old TV dramas and radio dramas. If you're doing them. Yeah, then you get the Shadow News. So. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. It sounds really cool, but we don't get the chance to just call somebody that. That's true. So yeah. I got exalted with the little guildies in, you know? Okay. And um, my broadcaster sent out my broadcast because I got the achievement. Oh, for your battle.net? Yeah. Yeah. And I got like three or four people and like, you know, that's kind of annoying. <laughs> and I was like, well, you feel free to uninstall it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I might get rid of it. I don't want to annoy people. Well, they said that after after one broadcast... Or was this after like multiple? I think it was multiple because um, one of our buddies from our, our our meetup group, Tom, he messaged me with a comment about something. So I guess I got an achievement and missed it or something. Okay. Because it was like a congratulatory comment. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, oh, what did I do? <laughs> so. Well, the other day, it was a few weeks ago actually, when I ran Ice Crown um, with a character that had not been there before and we were getting all these achievements. Um, after a couple bosses, I just unchecked the broadcast achievements because I realized I was getting a ton of them at once and I didn't want to annoy people. True. What else will it broadcast? It has the options to broadcast when you level, when you get an achievement and when you, um, equip or actually even just get, um, an epic item and you can set the threshold for the item level. I should probably check the settings on it before I install it. You should, because the way the settings are, you can go in the time of aisle, and every time you get one of those tokens, whether or not it's something you can actually use or something you actually equip, it'll be like, oh, they got a new piece of gear. Yeah, um, <laughs> that happened to me on, 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 you know how I had my Twitter hooked up and everything? Oh, okay, yeah. So I went to, when this, our servers were having issues, and um, so I went while the servers were having issues, I'm like, hey, perfect time to go run um, Kara. Because everybody else is not here. Not my logic made sense at the time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I ran, and of course I didn't get anything except I got some Morgan bracelet or something that drops out of there, uh-huh. and it tattled on me. He's like, "Root got new loot, Morgan <laughs> bracelet." I'm like, oh, thanks. Battle pen. I was like, "And I bet you look wonderful in it." It's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So yes, the automated anything that's automated that tweets out for you or says something for you in chat it's going to be obnoxious if you don't moderate it 
This is true. I should yeah. check that because you know, I don't want to offend anybody. I really yeah. don't. Do, do not right. want to do that. And if you set up the settings that'll go off every once in a while for things that you really want to be congratulated for, because that is really nice. When I get an achievement I'm proud of, then I have people on my real ID list like whispering me like, hey, congrats. Yeah. That's cool. a good feeling. Yeah. You know, but but like I said, I went and unchecked the announcing for get new items. And then when I knew I was getting a lot of achievement once, I unchecked the achievement. So you're not so achievement spam spamming it. people, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, true. And, uh, oh, I got this game on my iPad. It's oh, called, yeah? yeah, called Clash of the Clans. And I got it because I saw a commercial on TV and the commercial made me kind of smile or giggle a little bit. So I was okay. like, okay. And it reminds me of a game I used to play on Facebook back in the day when I was on Facebook. Uh, more than I am now, which isn't much. So I was like, oh, well, I'll try that. And it's one of those, you know, build your castle, get your resources, attack other castles, defend your castle type game. But it's a lot of fun. There's some nuances about it that they need to uh, they need to take a page from from Blizzard. So you can get achievements in it. Okay. That's like everything now, I think. And to claim your reward for your achievement, you have to go into the achievement pane and then scroll down until you see the one you got the reward for. So it doesn't like order them with the one you just got. <laughs> so... All I know is there's a lot that I have to get because I have to scroll down to the one I got. So, okay. so it's like, oh, come on, guys. So, You know, I've noticed, say, the PlayStation Network gives you trophies when you're playing yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. And it does the same thing. It's not ordered. And then the ones that you have are mixed in with the ones that you don't have. Ew. So if you get something and you go, okay, why, why did I get that? You and didn't. You, <laughs> <laughs> going through and trying to figure out what it is is a little tricky. What's your favorite trophy from your Grand Theft Auto days? <laughs> huh? You just it's just funny to me that you're playing the game, that's all. It is a hilarious game. <laughs> I just I still have a hard time, you know, mind blown. That's because you've never done it before. Like I always I had heard about it and I scoffed at it. I was like, that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> but once you play, it's just Yeah, people say that about drugs too, you know. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the older version and um it's actually my brother's. And I had it for like a month while he was gone. And then as soon as he came back and came over to my house, and then we played it together, I was like, oh, I really like this game. I started playing again. So every once in a while, he'd be like, oh, you you still am playing uh, GTA? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm loving it. Oh, okay. Wow. So, so you're not giving I kind of hijacked it. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to go by GameStop and get you a used one or something. Oh, uh, yeah. That'll be fine. So you can give him his back. Yeah, I should. Yeah. <laughs> It amazes me. <laughs> I have to have you come over and just like run around in it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> this is my sarcastic face. <laughs> okay. That works really well over a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we keep using that joke. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, good week. Good week. Good. So we have an anonymous email here um, from a person who I know, but they asked to uh, be remained anonymous, to be kept anonymous. Um, and it says, Root, in your auction house tip in episode 201, you pretty much describe how I have reached gold cap twice on my main. You did leave out some of the steps, but you were wise not to jump on the gold rush bandwagon. I would like to point out to your listeners that this is not a strategy for the weak, 
You can easily get caught with additional resources if your timing is off or nobody bites. Now, we are going to go over this uh, tip that he sent in, the steps, later on in the auction house tip. But I, I will say this, um, and, I, and I have, with his permission, anybody in the Twitter world who follows gold people, gold-making people, know who this person is. So it's kind of cool that we stepped onto one of his tricks that he uses. So, And I wasn't too far off. If you remember last week, we talked about how people were like doubling the price of uh, go, uh, iron ore, ghost iron bars, rather, and then selling the resources high, too. Remember all that? Oh, yeah. So we'll talk about that later on in the episode about how uh, exactly the full um, version of this deal works. It's pretty interesting. New friendships for a new year. Continuing with our theme of new things, we're going to focus on developing new friendships for this year. As you probably know, Freckleface and I are active in our Orlando WoW meetup group on meetup.com, and we really love meeting new people who share a common interest such as playing the World of Warcraft. While meetup.com isn't the only venue for finding groups of like-minded people, we found it to be a very safe and reliable service that appeals to a wide variety of people. Playing an MMO like WoW can sometimes carry a socially awkward stigma. And with that in mind, we've put together a tutorial on meeting new WoW players in real life. Step 1. Nonverbal cues. A WoW-themed t-shirt is a great way to let people know you're a WoW player without having to shout it from the rooftops. Now see, that's the easy part. Step 2. Actually talking to someone... That's where a lot of us need a little bit of help. So Frank and I put together some examples that you can learn from. Oh, you play WoW? Yeah. Cool. Cool. Oh, you play WoW? Me too. I have 12 level 90 tunes. I top the meters in every time I'm on them. Well, really 10. Two of them are almost 90. I just need to finish that. I haven't played forever because I just started playing the first day of beta, and now I like rated seven of my tunes. But only two of them are hardcore rating. The other ones just do normal mode once a week when I finish all my pet battles. And of course, I like crafting dailies because people in my guild depend on me to keep the guild bank stocked with things they need. So I also farm ore and herbs and anything I can gather so people don't have to do that. And I just love to transform my gear. I go on T-Mog runs on my tune each day. Each warrior has their own set schedule when they go and where to go, and I have to make sure it doesn't conflict with any of my raids because I'm sure you know how that feels. It's like when you get there and people don't have the flask or food buffs or that really grinds my gears. So I always keep at least a stack of deluxe meal cards available and flasks for anyone who needs them. Because back in BC, if you weren't fully buffed, it was no big deal. But now, I'm pretty sure it matters. Kind of like when I'm running around the town of Island of Rare Spawns close to me and I tell people about it because I wanted to kill it, but now I know it's easier to kill when people are trying to kill it too. Everything can kill it faster and run the next thing in the town of Island because that place is really amazing balls. Oh, you play WoW? PvP sucks. Oh, jeez. Can Blizzard get anything right? I mean, come on. Nerf Pally's already. Am I right? What's up with resilience anyhow? I mean, come on. Oh, you play WoW. Uh, oh, Alliance, huh? For the Horde! <laughs> oh. You play WoW? Yes, I do. And you're a girl. Hey, uh, you want to go out and... Oh, you play WoW? I sure do. Awesome. Uh, how far along are you in progression? Sorry, what? You know, rating progression. How many bosses you killed? Oh, no, sorry. I don't raid. What? I cannot raid. I mean, that's the whole point of the game. What do you do all the time? Oh, you play WoW? Yes, I do. I'm a hunter. Hunt hard, lols. 
Oh, you play WoW? Yeah, I've been playing for about five and a half, six years or so. Oh, uh, that's really cool. I've been playing for like seven. Um, so what class do you play? Uh, my main's a warlock. I've got a shadow priest, and I've. Leveled. Oh, I play a hunter. Have you ever played a hunter before? Uh, once, yeah. I it is so much fun, isn't it? It was all right. Yeah. Did I'm... you like gathering all the pets and taming them? Uh, I had a couple pets in my stable. Yeah, there. Were, there were what couple... about pet battles? You ever done pet battles? Um, I have I'm a mage. He he's pet battles. I'm not you should pet. do pet battles on all of your characters. Oh, you play WoW? Yeah, I do. Do you play WoW as well? I do. My main is a hunter. What class do you play? My main's a warlock. What do you feel of some of the high points about being a hunter? I really enjoy the pet gathering aspect of being a hunter. It just suits my personality really well. What about you? What do you like about being a warlock? Well, you know, I like the utility class roles and being able to drop soul wells or lock gates and help out the team. Um, it just really speaks well to my playing style. What's your favorite pet? I really like my Fenstrider. Oh, that's the one with the long legs? You know, we're not all blessed with being great conversationalists, but if you stick to the 12 golden rules of conversation, we think you'll do just fine. The 12 golden rules of conversation are, number one, avoid unnecessary details. Number two, don't ask another question before the first one has been answered. Number three, don't interrupt another person while they're speaking. Number four, don't contradict someone, especially if it's not important. Number five, don't do all the talking. Number six, don't always be the hero of your story. However, the story should always have a hero. Number seven, choose a subject of mutual interest. Number eight, be a good listener. Number nine, the conversation should be in harmony with the surroundings. Number ten, do not exaggerate. Number eleven, do not misquote. And number twelve, cultivate tact. Now remember, with WoW, you're starting with common ground, the world of Warcraft. That alone takes away half the battle. Now here are some bonus starter questions for a WoW conversation. Hey, what level's your tune? What class do you play? What's your tune's name? How did you come up with that name? What faction do you play? What server do you play? Do you like PvP? Have you tried pet battles? So remember, while we're making things new again in WoW, it's a great time to look for new friends. Check out meetup.com and see if you don't have a World of Warcraft meetup in your location. You're listening to Hearthcast. In gaming headlines this week. Apple has agreed to refund at least $32.5 million to iTunes customers in order to settle FTC complaints about charges incurred by children in kids' mobile apps without their parents' consent. As alleged in the commission's complaint, Apple violated this basic principle by failing to inform parents that, by entering a password, they were permitting a charge for virtual goods or currency to be used by their child in playing a children's app, and at the same time triggering a 15-minute window which their child can make unlimited additional purchases without further parental action. Well, I'm not an um, Apple user, so maybe you can kind of break that down for me, what was happening. All right, so check it out. When you do an in-app purchase on a Apple device like an iPad or an iPhone. It'll ask you for your Apple ID. You type in your Apple ID and your password, you've made that purchase. Now, kind of like the authenticator, you don't have to log in again for 15 minutes in order to make a purchase. Oh, okay. 
So what happens is little Jimmy is playing a game on the, on his iPad or his parents' iPad or whatever, and he really wants the red gym. And the red gym costs 99 cents. So he does the mommy, 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 just fine, give me anything here, and put in my password for you, get, buy the red gym. Now for the next 15 minutes, Jimmy buys more red gyms. Oh. A lot of more red gyms. Ah. <laughs> $32.5 million, apparently, in red gyms. So these parents were thinking that his password protected. Right, and they did only have to enter at one time, and uh. that, that each purchase would have would require their password. But not so, because Apple's like, look, we're trying to make it easy on people. We don't want you to have to put in your password for you know purchases you make every time. We'll give you a 15-minute window. But they didn't inform the parents of this. Ah, I see. So the reason this is important for gaming news is microtransactions. This is going to set a precedence for micro- microtransactions. So now when you're going to do go make a microtransaction, you're going to have to authenticate every single time. If not, people are going to sue and they're going to point to this case and say, look, Apple had to pay $32.5 because they messed this up. They got paid. I won't get paid. I want mines. So that's coming. And even though the world of Warcraft itself, you know, Blizzard as a whole is skirted around the microtransactions, that's, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, the real world auction house, that kind of stuff. What's going to happen now is anytime you make a payment online type thing or you buy a microtransaction purchase or something, you're going to have to authenticate. It's going to get stricter. Now, if you remember a couple months back, there's a guy whose kid got on his WoW account and sold all his pets or whatever he did. Right. Well, he like, he spent all his money, oh, his all his gold pets. on yeah. auction house. Right. And Blizzard kind of went, not our fault. Right. Now there's that leads, if you follow that path for, far enough down the road, this leads to this guy being able to say, yeah, it does matter. Because you didn't protect me against my kids' actions. That would be, I think, more of a stretch because he authorized the child to play the game. And the child was playing the game... How the child wanted to play. Yeah. The parent wasn't watching over the shoulder. I agree. But neither were the parents of these Apple kids because they didn't think they had to. Same thing right. happens. Well, you know, Blizz, you know, this is unfortunately it's a society we live in where nothing's my fault. You know? <laughs> and this is what's coming. So if, if someone gets into your account and does something, whether or not you told them they could access that account or not. This is leading that now again, it's a stretch, it's a far enough path, but it's one that's gonna get taken. And people will find a way, especially now that this precedence is there. It's been awarded, it's been judgments already been laid down. Now that this is here, people can always look back to this and say, Apple had to pay thirty two point five million. Because Apple didn't do a job their job protecting my kid from making a dumb mistake. It's not my fault that I didn't know that that, that, that he could do that. It's Apple's fault for not telling me. Well, that same argument is going to be played out and out and out and over again. Well, Blizzard has already put an option in the game. Um, Part of the parental controls now is disabling those in-game purchases, you know, for the mounts and the pets. That's cool. That's really cool. So if you do have a child, you know, you probably want to go ahead and set that up before this does become an issue. Because it is really tempting to be looking in game, and especially if there's a sale. It's like, ooh. I have that problem now. <laughs> what are you talking about? Kid, they need to protect me against me. You can probably set up the parental controls on your own account. That works for other features. Oh, I'm sure it does, but 
I'm just saying that this is now here. We need to be aware of it. And you, you mark my words, within the next, I'd say, 90 days to 120 days, there's going to be another lawsuit that's going to be citing this one. So Be something to watch for. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you want to make a little gold? I got an insider's tip for you. Like we mentioned at the top of the show, we had an anonymous contribution to the show this week. Someone who tipped us off that... You know, the the scam, the marketing push, or whatever was going on in the auction house last week that Root picked up on, where they were um, inflating the prices of bars a lot, and then slightly inflating the prices of the ore somewhat, so people would buy all the ore thinking they would make a profit by making the bars. So this anonymous person sent in their steps to execute the strategy. Step one, pick a common resource like ore. Step two, buy out available ore and bars. Step three, list at least seven stacks of the crafted item, in this case bars, at two to three times the normal value. Step four, list the proper required amount of stacks of the resource, in this case ore, that it takes to make at least five stacks of the crafted item. Step 5. Once the ore sells and listings for the bars appear, cancel your listings of bars. Your ore should be sold by now. Step 6. List ore and bars at competitive rates that are lower than others. Step 7. Continue to list bits of your inventory as the price returns to normal. Step 8. Profit. (laughs) So he's writing it down. (laughs) Yeah. So when I caught the storm going on, I was just like, look at all these people. What's going on? So this person kept, what they're saying is, you first start off by buying everything out. And, right. And then putting up stuff stupid expensive, the, 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 the bars, and then putting the ore expensive, but still to the point where people think they can buy to make a profit. And then when people start getting into this routine, then you cancel all your high auctions and start listing the ore at a competitive but lower rate. So you're undercutting people, and you're riding that undercut train as far as it goes. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. It's scary smart, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Um, well, but, as they mentioned, it's not for the faint of heart. Yeah. yeah. You could get caught like holding a lot of ore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you buy everything out, and then you list a bunch. What if no one buys anything? Yeah. Then you I guess you just hold on to it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I like my my tunes to be liquid now. I don't oh, care yeah? I don't care a lot of inventory. You don't wait for the weekends for the better prices or the midweek depending on what it is. Uh, just so I'm getting to the point now where I try to do quick flips. Like I just try to get something offload it fast. I don't you know, just, uh, oh, okay. Backspace. <laughs> <laughs> if I keep it in my bank or not my not even the bank, just in, in the mailbox system that I'm oh, good, you know. Okay. But yeah, I, I can see the steps I was missing, which are once people start buying into the deal that you're doing, you cancel your stuff. So I had like, man, really just like half of his, you know, I had a half. I could see what was going on in the front, but I didn't know what was going on, you know, the underneath everything, the business side of it I all. I see, yeah. But you saw something was up, so. Yeah, definitely something yeah. was up, but I didn't know. But like I said, at the top of the show, people know this guy. And the, the, the he's he's a stand up guy. 
And so he's made a ton of gold, and this is one of the things that he does to do. So that's not bad. A little sly, yeah, but not bad. Yeah. Hey, Blitz, here's an idea for you. So like we just kind of talked about, I do my fair share of auction flipping on the, using the remote auction house on the phone, the mobile app. And, um, you know, I hit it a couple times a day. I check for the app, see if there's anything I can buy, see if anything I can flip real quick. But Blizzard, is there any way we could opt in for push notifications on the mobile app to notify us when our auctions have sold? Yeah, I want to know when they sell, not when I think to check it three hours later. Right. Yeah. Because a lot of times if I have, you know, a lot of stacks of something, I'm not going to put them all up in the auction house at once. I'm going to sell a couple at a time. Exactly. And if those things sell, like, bling, oh, hey, I'm going to put some more up. Bling, hey, exactly. those will put some more up. Yep. So that's all I'm asking. Just a way to opt into that. To get, you know, not everybody's going to want that. So let me opt in. Sure. Sound optional. Yeah. And just let me know. And here's the thing. If they don't want to commit the resources to it, and I've said this before, give me my own RSS feed that I can tap into. Because if I can tap some kind of API that I can tap into, whether it be RSS or anything else, if I can tap into that API, I can make something push to my own phone. So, just need the API, Blizzard. That's it. (laughs) That's all I'm asking for. And, uh, while we got your attention, shopping list of the mobile app would be cool too. Ooh. That way I know if I want like four uh, flasks of the what warm sun for me and like stuff I get for like raid ready. I can go mobile app. There's my shopping list. Those are available. Buy it. Done. Well, that about does it for episode number 202 of Hearthcast. Frank's going to get her flex on, so that's cool. I'm enjoying that. Yeah. Here's what we're looking forward to. The next upcoming in-game event is the Lunar Festival that starts on January 20th. There are quests and achievements on all contents, and there are two pets available. Don't you need that for what a long, strange trip it's been? Yes, you do. Good. Because I'll never have that. (laughs) (laughs) And we're also looking forward to our next WoW meetup group that is going to be at Player One. We're going to visit there again and say, uh, Arcade Bar. It's the only bar in Orlando that it has a Lich King figurine on display. And we're going to give them um, the the cube, the uh, the mop cube ah. that Blizzard sent us. Because we already had one, so now we have two, so we're going to donate one to them. We'll give them the one that's not signed. So we'll be over there on uh, January the 31st. It's a Friday night. And we should be there, what, around 7 o'clock or so, right? That's right. So come out and check us out, Player One in Orlando. Special thanks to folks I had great conversations with over on Twitter. I'm pretty sure Bashout got tired of hearing my name this week, but that's okay. Um, I don't think he's going to nerf the Green Fire Quest at any time. I don't think he even does that, but it was still kind of cool. And, of course, thank you all for listening. You can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Send an email to podcast at hearthcast.com. You can tweet me at hearthcastfreck or root at hearthcastroot. You can like our Facebook page or even send us a voice message on hearthcast.com using SpeakPipe 
No registration or installation required. A big thank you to our friends over to Open Read for everything they do. You can find HearthCast in iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com. play wow yes i do i'm a hunter hunt hard laws oh no wrong one (laughs) 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 Uh, sorry sorry hunters